Hey, hey, my soon-to-be-published author friend, welcome to the next episode in our featured expert series. Beyond all of the practical, relevant information she shares in this episode, you're going to love the energy today's guest brings to our conversation and generally puts out into the world. I'm tickled to have the opportunity to introduce you to Charmaine Hammond. Charmaine is a best-selling award-winning author of five books and is featured in eight others. She teaches authors how to make their book a business. (laughs) And if there's anything I heard repeatedly from authors last season is the desire to learn more about this. Charmaine has secured sponsorships for her clothing, printing, travel, bulk book purchases, events, speaking and book tours, including a sponsored motorhome, videography, photography, cash sponsorship, and more. Her company, Raise the Dream, has supported her clients in achieving all of this as well. Charmaine is the executive producer of an award-winning movie, Back Home Again, which features an all-star voice cast with Jeremy Renner, Catherine O'Hara, Michael J. Fox, Eugene Levy, Kim Basinger, just to name a few. The movie is heavily supported and funded through sponsorship and collaboration. Noting a theme here? (laughs) All that to say... Get ready to learn from one of the best. I encourage you to lean in and take the ideas you hear from Charmaine today and put them into action. Are you ready? Let's dive in. This is the podcast where you'll learn what you need to know to independently publish your first nonfiction book and how to elevate your influence, impact, and income in the process. Welcome to She Gets Published with your host, Amazon International best-selling author and self-publishing coach, Lynette Pottle. Hey, Charmaine, I am so excited that you were able to carve time out of your schedule to join us today to have a conversation about virtual book tours. Yay, I'm so excited to be with you. And as you know, I love talking about this topic. (laughs) I know you do. And (laughs) the challenge for me is going to be keeping things honed into this topic because you are such a genius in the whole realm of ways to leverage your book, making your book a business. And there's so much I'd love to talk to you about, but we're really going to keep things focused on that virtual book tour concept today. That sounds great. Awesome. But before we dive in, I have to ask you a question because I remember way back, gosh, it's been several (laughs) years now, our mutual friend, Carla White, had introduced me to your work. And when she sent me to your website and I saw the name of your company, Raise a Dream, it gave me goosebumps. I'm not kidding. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Can you tell us just a quick story around where does where does the name come from? What originated? Where did that originate from? Rebecca Kirstein and I, the she is the co-founder of Raise a Dream. We were at a mutual uh, a, a retreat and we had a mutual coach and we kept talking about raising dreams and all the dreams we wanted to raise. And we learned that we do a lot of the same work in collaboration, partnership and sponsorship. And then we started looking at how could we work together? How could we play off each other's skill sets and and passion in in the field of entrepreneurship? And then Rebecca said, we should just raise dreams together. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's incredible. And so that it came from a conversation, which as you know, one of the things I teach is about it all starts with communication and collaboration. Yes, yes. And that's what I love about your work. Collaboration is where it is at. So thank you for collaborating with us today. (laughs) Yes. So 
As we're starting to have this conversation, I think it's probably a good thing to even start talking about what a virtual book tour is, because for some of our authors, that may be a brand new concept. Can you help ground us in that idea? You bet. A virtual book tour, the best way to think about it is engaging in a number of activities virtually to get your book in the hands of readers and ears, if you have audio, uh, around the world without leaving home. What does that look like? Well, that could be podcasts, just like we're doing today. Authors getting on podcasts, having book reviews, having media, doing speaking events, virtual summits, webinars, Facebook lives, and the list goes on. The key is that it's happening all virtually in a compressed period of time, therefore planned out like a tour. And a lot of people think that a virtual tour has to occur over a long period of time and it takes forever to plan. And I'm here to tell you, you can plan a virtual tour that's one day long. I'm going on tour today in Toronto. And on that day, you can launch a review that somebody did about your book in Toronto. You can air a podcast that happened in Toronto. You can do a Facebook Live with somebody that you know from Toronto, for example. And what happens is you have all of these different ways that your book is being promoted virtually on the same day in a specific location, getting you in front of other people's audiences, and you are still at home. Yeah, that's great. That's great, right? (laughs) It's fun to travel, but it's nice to know you don't have to travel in order right. to promote your book. Right. Well, and you bring up a great point that it's, we. I love traveling too. I actually missed that over the last couple of years. And a number of years ago, the very first time I did a virtual book tour, I actually combined it with a live in-person tour. I was uh, do, uh, going on a tour actually across North America to promote a couple of my books. And I thought, well, wow, I wonder if I could even amplify our efforts and attach a virtual component to this as well. And that's what we did is we went to, you know, on a physical tour through a number of communities across North America and side by side, there were virtual activities happening. And I learned how to do this from what probably 10 years ago, we did a virtual book and blog tour for one of my books that came out on Toby's terms. And we had such amazing uptake. We had new reviews, sales increased, being on podcasts and blog talk radio and and traditional media landed me more podcasts, blog talk radio and traditional media. And so there were so many benefits in addition to the book sale, including my social media following started to increase because I was getting in front of other people's audiences. Yes. Brilliant, right? It creates tremendous momentum. The more that you get out there, the more you get asked, the more you have leverage to get in front of new people. Yes, yes. Cool. So we know that then it doesn't have to be a long period of time. I love the idea of having it central to a particular location because there's a lot of fun things that you can do when you're thinking about a particular location, even virtually, how you can make that fun. Um, So we know that it can be quick. uh, It can be a day long, but how else can we really put that together? How do we coordinate that? Even if it's a day long, it sounds like there might be a lot of planning. Well, you know, here's what I am all about the easiest and least costly way to success. Amen. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, I gone are the days of spending more time than I need to on something. Here's what I discovered. I learned that when we do virtual book tours, there are so many, I'm going to call them assets, so many assets we already have. For example, you've probably been on other podcasts before. You've probably been in articles or blogs or, um, you know, maybe even traditional media. What about just doing a tour that repurposes all of these? So you could actually not have a specific location like Toronto. You could say for the first week of March, I'm doing a virtual book tour, traveling virtually through communities where my book has appeared. And this is where every day, perhaps I, I know I've got enough uh, media and podcast interviews that I could probably do several an hour coming out. <laughs> uh, and, and this is where it's great. And what I love about this is, ima so imagine this, here we are on a podcast today talking about virtual book tours. Wouldn't it be cool if in a year from now, I connected with you and said, I'm doing a virtual book tour for one of my new books. How do you feel about us repurposing the interview that we did today about virtual book tours and you and I would collaborate. We'd re you know, we put that uh, interview that we're doing today out a year from now again and give it life and breathe life into it. And of course your following is engaging on it. My following is engaging on it and we're creating momentum, traction and amplification. So this is, this is why I say it doesn't need to be hard. It doesn't need to cost anything other yeah. than your time, which does have, let's not, let's not be mistaken, our time has a value to it. But I'm talking about you don't need to physically uh, take your visa card out and spend money. You can actually do this very cost effectively and very easily. Absolutely. And you know what I really love about this idea too, Charmaine? Most of our listeners are new authors. They're going to be self-publishing their first nonfiction mm -hmm. book. And so they may not have that vault of material yet to use for their book tours. However, as they're starting their promotion and starting to think about their strategies now, with this seed planted, they can also be thinking it, about it from the point of repurposing and how they'll be able to reuse this information. So being strategic right from the get-go, I think there's a lot of value in that. Absolutely. And it can even be as simple as this. If you're just starting out and you're building your author platform, you're building your social media, you're new at this. What about if you were to reach out to five people that you know that either write blogs or articles on LinkedIn uh, or do Facebook Lives and they're people that you know, they could be friends, family, coworkers, uh, people in your social community, and just say, I'm going to do a five-day tour around the launch of my book. It's going to be virtual. How do you feel about interviewing me for 10 minutes on your Facebook Live? Or could could I write a blog and you post it on your blog as a guest blog post? Or I just got some great reviews about my book. Would you be willing to share those reviews, one of them, on your social posts on the day of my tour? And it can be as simple as that. Love it. Simplicity is my middle name. So I oh. really... <laughs> I love this. I love this. I wonder, can you think of a specific story, maybe a client of yours or even yourself of a book tour that was especially fun, a virtual, maybe a little twist that you did on it that you had an extra splash of fun with it? Because I also love fun. Yeah, I love fun too. And I think that when it's fun, we're more inclined to do it again. Yes. One of, I'm going to share a story that uh, is a personal story, and, and but went on to support so many of our clients. One of my books that we did a virtual and in-person tour about was 
uh, on Toby's terms and my two children's books. All three of those books are about my dog, Toby. And we thought, wouldn't this be fun to do something quirky or fun or just something based on the theme of the books, which is about kindness. And we did a couple of things. One of them is we trained our dog, Toby, to, you're going to love this, potograph. <laughs> we trained him to potograph his books. We we created a spring-loaded stamp. I am not kidding you. There are videos about this. And on command, we'd say, okay, Toby, it's time to sign your book. And he would we would help guide his foot up onto the stamp and then take our hand off and he would push down on the stamp. He'd be excited. He'd start barking. The stamp would fly in the air and there is a paw print in somebody's book. And then we proceeded to sign underneath Toby's potograph. People love that. <laughs> and then we did something kind of cool. We wanted to engage people, our readers. We were struggling to get people um, engaging actively. Like we had all kinds of people liking things on Facebook, but it's like, how do we get them into conversation? We created a kindness certificate, a Toby kindness certificate that we had as a JPEG and a, and a downloadable. And we, every day we would put up a post, we would fill it in with someone else's name who we wanted to recognize for being kind in the world. And we started doing this and we would say, and we have blank copies of this. We added little elements and people started downloading the kindness certificate, giving out to someone, and then they would post it on Facebook. This was an innovative way to just kind of continue the message of the book and get people engaged and for us to have some fun with it. And then that potographing became a really big feature. We were on some national, um, TV stations. And then there, of course, the question, nobody wants to talk to me, the author, they just want to see Toby. And the question was, can you have Toby potograph on TV? And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this could be, this could not work out well, potentially. <laughs> but we actually did that. And we had him sign at in-person events. People came to watch this incredible dog have fun with, and he loved it. I mean, he just, he was that dog who loved to entertain and be connected to people. So people would take the book from him and hug him. And it was just a beautiful way of connecting with audience. A little more difficult to translate that in virtual. So that's where the video create something that's unique to you, unique to your story or book. I'll give an example of a colleague of mine who wrote some incredible stories for children and they were about surfing and the ocean. And so he thought, well, wouldn't it be fun to play ocean music or like surfing music in, in the background of my social media posts, like my Facebook lives. And when he did an in-person event, he actually had a kid's wading pool, those plastic wading pools with like a, remember the old, uh, that, that game where you kind of go fishing in the fish pond yes. and you have a hook and you pull <laughs> up a prize. So he did things like that. And then, you know, watching him, how he tried to replicate that in a virtual world. Be creative, have fun with it, because then you're going to do it more. Yeah, absolutely. And it all comes back to that point of connection. It's creating experiences for people. Yes. I love the, even the, when you talked about the certificate, having the kindness certificate, how the ripple effect of the impact that that makes as well. Yes, Absolutely. And and it can be long reaching. I, I got that idea from a conference I spoke at years earlier. Um, we had created a kindness booth and it was the most popular 
place to go at this conference. And I was speaking on kindness, of course. So we had local businesses donate chocolates and flowers and all kinds of things to give people tools to do kindness with. And we had these little kindness cards that we ha we handed out that said, do an act of kindness today. And then it had the name of the event. Well, I'm not kidding you. About seven years after that event, I'm going to a speaking engagement. My big box of books that I'm handing out fell in a mud puddle, covered oh, no. me with mud. The books are half ruined. I'm in tears. It's not a good way to start a presentation. This gentleman in the parking lot comes running over to help me. And he helps me in, kind of gives me paper towels to dry off. And then he hands me this little card that was from my conference seven oh my years gosh. earlier that he was not at. He just moved to this community. He said, somebody gave this to me last week and I thought I would pay it forward to you. Oh my, like I could just bawl <laughs> listening <laughs> to that story, right? That must've touched yeah. you deeply. It did. And it's actually, I'll just give a shout out to Carla, to Carla White. It's actually when uh, the, the community that Carla uh, lives in. And so I had this opportunity to go up and speak many years ago and then and let, met Carla shortly thereafter. Oh my gosh. I just love yeah. that. I love that. Awesome. So you've given us some really actionable tips, some great examples to how to put this into action, remembering to think about connection. How can you go that extra level? Your book doesn't have to be about a dog in order mm -hmm. for this to work. That's right. <laughs> um, and so we've, we've got people inspired, I think, to start to take action, but there's always that little niggle in the back of our minds that are like, oh, I'm not sure if I can do this. Like, what is that encouragement about that you would give to someone that's at this very beginning point of thinking, like, take that leap, go ahead yeah. and, and test this out, test the idea. Yeah. What is something that you could share with them? I would say start small. So pick a day that is going to be in your, that's going to be your little virtual tour test day. It could be three weeks from now and pick three activities that you could do. Maybe it's launching a meme that has to do with your book and then uh, having somebody review your book and posting their review and maybe writing a blog or an article and look at how you can post all of those throughout that one day as practice to start replicating this in bigger ways for other virtual tours. So start small, uh, pick a day and just get started to do one thing. I love that because I am the, the, my books are small steps books. So, so I can really appreciate that advice as well. Well, I am so excited because I know that I'm going to start to get messages and see people out there, see the virtual book tours really start to take hold. So I appreciate you sharing all of those tips. I know that on top of that, you also have a juicy gift that you would like to give our audience members. Can you share a little bit about that? I would love to share about that. So the gift is um, a training video that I did on how to sell more books in 90 days. There are many, many actionable tips that you can put into practice easily. And it also comes with some juicy bonuses to help get you in the right mindset for selling books and marketing your book, creating a bigger impact through your message. That's fantastic and priceless. In season one, we had a whole series of authors that were sharing, you know, what is the one thing that you wish you would have known before you self-published your first book? And many, many of the authors talked about the, just the whole marketing side of things, because it feels so huge to write the book and yeah. publish the book 
And yet there's still so much work to be done. So that marketing side of things, and this sounds, I know it'll be a gem for anyone listening to it, watching the video and, and taking tips to put into action. So thank you so much for that. Uh, thank you. And it, it's just like one little action every day, just setting 15 minutes a day, one action. Imagine in a year, 365 actions. That's without holidays. So even take some <laughs> holidays in there. That honestly, 365 actions is more than some authors take in a lifetime to market yes. their book. And it only needs to take 15 minutes a day. And that is doable. We all have 15 minutes a day. Exactly. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, before we go, I want to also, I know that you've got some exciting things coming up and it's been like, it seems like there's always exciting things happening in your world, but you have some new books that are getting ready to launch. I do. I've got another children's book, the third in the Toby series. This one is called Toby and his Forever Family, and that will be coming out this spring. And then I'm also a collaborative author in a book, um, Voices of the 21st Century. It's a collaborative book of women sharing their stories by WSA Publishing, and that comes out late February. Perfect. Well, we will be looking for those things. And will Toby be on tour with you again this time? Well, I, you know what, the, the, the Toby that we have in our life now, because Toby senior passed away, Toby junior does not. Yes. Toby junior just wants to play and love, and he's not interested in going to schools and, and, and potographing books. He just likes to like watch me do my work and be there as a champion. So he'll probably come as our support but and be there in the background but he he has no interest on being in stages unless he gets toys and treats. Yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like a bad gig yeah. either. <laughs> yeah, so Toby, Toby Jr is is actually kind of my resilience uh, puppy. He keeps me focused on play and purpose. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, very good. So if uh, folks want to get in touch with you, which I can't imagine that they would not want to, um, what is the best way for them to reach out? Great. Thank you. Best way to reach out is on raiseadream.com. That is our website and same handle on social media, raise a dream. It's me that deals with the social media. So if you're reaching out <laughs> through social, it's me that's answering you. Okay. And I'd love to connect. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, as we wrap up, is there any last word of encouragement that you want to share for those that are getting ready to embark on this whole, like taking their book and making it into a business? Mm. I'm going to go back to something you said earlier, which was about connection. And at Raise a Dream, we always say it takes a team to raise your dream. So mm. reach out to your colleagues, to your friends, your family. You have champions in your life that would be delighted to help your book, um, you know, gain life and gain momentum. So reach out, connect and build your team. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Charmaine. And thank you. Good luck on all your future endeavors. Thanks so much. That's a wrap for this episode, but don't let that get you down. Join Lynette inside the She Gets Published community where the conversation continues. Head to facebook.com slash groups slash She Gets Published to join now. See you there. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.